0: Good morning. It's bikuni Wimala with Blue Lotus Temple in Woodstock coming live to you, or maybe recorded uh, in my own my own little tiny vihara in uh, Crystal Lake, where I live, about 15 minutes away from the temple. I have um, one short mes- message. I learned from a teacher I was listening to this morning. Uh, talking to the Bhikkhunis here in the West, and it was about our viewpoints. You know, I talk a lot about we have to be careful, you know, we have to keep letting go of viewpoints and our habitual thoughts and uh, our judgmental, critical aspects that we see in ourselves. And he made the point that it's very important with our viewpoints that we can't not have viewpoints. We're alive in this world, so we have viewpoints. But he said, what we can learn to do is to not hold on, not cling to those viewpoints. And so whenever we have opinions or views about something, we can learn to hold them very loosely and not be attached to them in a clinging way and if we can do that, we can listen to other people's viewpoints and their opinions without becoming angry or defensive, without needing to react. But we, we need to be able to do two things with our viewpoints. One is not to cling to them. And the other is to know when it's in fact, there might be a different viewpoint that we would we need to take on a particular subject because we gain more experience and we know more about uh, that, given, that given subject. So in this very controversial time with everyone tr- trying to give their opinions all the time, remember if we want to learn how to listen to each other, we can't hold on tightly to those viewpoints and we need to hold them lightly, so we are okay with listening to other people's viewpoints. We don't have to feel like we're risking something by doing that. The other example he gave was, if we, just because we have a view that's, um we've been holding for a long time, that doesn't mean that there there isn't a different viewpoint we need to adopt or pick up and let go of that old viewpoint. And that's part of the not clinging to them. So as we, as we journey in our life, we, we have experiences and we gain insight and we gain wisdom. So we don't have to keep dry, dragging, uh, heaving around the old viewpoints just because we've had them for a long time. Excuse me, I have allergies, <laughs> seasonal allergies. So, I always like to use the image of the open hand. So hold everything lightly. Hold. If we let go of that clinging, then we're okay. But it doesn't mean to have no, to have no viewpoint. It means to have the have one that, for right now at this moment, is is working for us. So we don't drag along old things just because we've been dragging them for a long time. So we're open to finding a more valuable, more skillful uh, viewpoint on something. But we we have to have viewpoints about things. But we can't have discussions with people if we're clinging to those viewpoints. We can't listen to them because we need to be. If we're clinging to a viewpoint, we're needing to show other people that it's the right one. So. That's part of being able to relax and uh, let go of things, not hold so tightly. And I'm sure we're all feeling that every minute of every day. And um, it's a good time to be practicing this attitude about our our viewpoints. Um, Another a thing that happened to me recently. I was talking to another Bikuni in California, and I said, uh, "I'm. This is my tenth year of being a Bikuni, and that's now I am a, a fish. In in uh, June, I am officially a Terry, which means uh, an elder, a senior. There, uh, it, it's you see it often. Either uh, you see it tacked at the end of a." Biku or Bikuni's name, the male form for uh, the men, and and a Bikuni is a terry, and then there's a terry after 20 years. So, uh, and I and she she asked me. I said one of the things I'm very aware of is I've been doing this for 10 years now, and it's it's uh, I'm amazed, and I said I also have a feeling of urgency in my life because I'm aging and I'm very aware of that. And uh it, it gives me that sense of urgency like having your hair on fire that the Buddha talks about, that there's always urgency because this life is short and we have a lot we want to do. And I mentioned to her that I'm feeling that as I as I age and um as I experience life. And she said, that was very interesting. Some other nuns she's close to are feeling the same thing. And she said, what kind of plans did I have? What was I doing about that? And I, that just stopped me dead in my tracks. And I thought, I think I'm just right now experiencing the feeling of urgency. And I don't know what my plans are. And this time for the uh, being inside with the pandemic, and continuing things online, and continuing sharing meditations with you. Um, it's it's my—I think it's my uh, incubating time. And I thought, that's a really good question. What am I doing about it? And uh, right now it's just sensing it, feeling it. And so I I knew this—I've been feeling this coming, and so now is a is the period for me to look more closely at that and uh, get off get off my duff and see what see where that's leading. So use this time when we have a little bit more time, use it to look more deeply in yourself and see where your sense of urgency is. It might just be getting through the next meal, or uh, Figuring out a new activity so the kids aren't crying or irritating each other all the time. So if that's your sense of urgency, you know, do you have a few menus to pick out? You know, what is what are you doing about it? Uh, because otherwise, that sense of urgency just becomes a pressure. It just becomes stress. So that was an eye opener for me uh, yesterday afternoon. So. Uh, remember, when we're working with our feelings, a lot of the meditations that I'm doing because of this time when we can't live our lives the way we ordinarily do and we're staying at home. A lot of my intention is to help people be relaxed and to help people feel uh, feel stress going when they know how, when they keep coming back to their body and experiencing that. But also remember, uh, meditation is, our, is, the he- is a heavy-duty part of our practice as well. Yes, it's good to help us be comfortable with ourselves and know that we have ourselves as an inner resource. But we also have to remember that this is also the time when we do our hard work. This is our hard lifting because as we watch emotions arise in us, that can often be difficult. We often want to stop that, push it down. It's uncomfortable. So, know the difference between okay, I need to just relax and be, uh, let this just be comfortable. And if there's, if heavy stuff comes up, it may not be the time for you to work with it. But when you can, let your meditation always be um, not only to let you be comfortable so you can allow this to happen. But allow those things to come up. They're going co- to come up just as physical feelings, what your emotions feel like physically. What we need to do is look at those feelings. We can let go of the words. That's when we can really get to the, to the root of these uh, emotional stresses that we feel. So when those emotions come up as feelings, we can just stay with that. We can let go of the stories that we have around them. We can let go of the, uh, what can I do to fix this? And what we want to do is just to be able to let those things rise and just be with them, see what they feel like, see what these emotions are of. where they're coming from in our bodies and how they feel and that's the best way to work with them if it's if it becomes too difficult then you can stop at any point you can say okay for today that's it and then come back to just a uh, that feeling of coming back to neutral and knowing that you're opening something up, and so you might want to save a special time for that or sit with yourself when you know you have time to to really be with that particular emotion. So that's how we work with emotions, and difficult emotions especially. Let them rise up and then feel them, and then we can understand what's going on, and then we can allow them Usually, we can allow them to eventually keep rising up, and if we lose our attachment to them, we can eventually just root them out completely and let them go. So um, these are the kind this, the, the meditations we're doing these days is to keep us uh, keep us grounded, keep us knowing that we have to keep coming back to our breath to do that keep us in our bodies, keep us feeling calm and peaceful, and keep us thinking about loving-kindness and goodwill and compassion. But our meditation is also where we do our deep work. And it's not about thinking, it's about feeling, okay? So, uh, I have no—oh, okay, we have time to sit. so. Everyone's in their position where you feel uh, a tent and you feel uplifted, which helps your spine feel good and it makes you feel more comfortable if you're sitting for a while or if you've you know if you've been uncomfortable and your back has been bothering you, just find the posture that allows you to feel that you're lengthening your spine and lifting up. So gently close your eyes if you can, just to let go of that, a lot of the visual distraction that we can be tempted by. Be aware of everything through all of your other senses and just allow everything to be the way it is. We don't need to change anything. We don't need to find a quieter room or better light. We can just be with this. Everything's okay if we're in the present moment. So breathe Just allow your body to breathe you. We know this body is just a place, a container for us. This is where we live. And while we're here on this earth, we need to be present in it as much as we can be. your thoughts come and go. No need to be distracted by them or feel a need to feed those thoughts right now. Be aware how your body feels in the air you're in, maybe you're even sitting outside. And many of us are being are aware that we haven't even So that's the sense of, of the feeling of touch feels like something is missing. So just be allow yourself to feel how your body feels in a breeze, in a comfortable room, maybe as you're walking or moving. Just be aware of the sense of touch. It's very much alive. maybe touch a tree, feel different textures. Be aware of how your body responds to breathing calmly. Letting your breath connect with that rhythm in your belly so you can be developing those deeper, those deeper breaths that are still calm, peaceful breaths. But we want to begin to feel them in our belly as it rises and falls with each breath. Just stay with our breath. And keep letting your thoughts just come and go on their own. If you do begin to feel emotions arising, see if you can let go of the thoughts attached to those as well. If we begin thinking about them, we begin to limit. We begin to limit how we can work with them. That's clinging, usually that's clinging to an old viewpoint. So let even that go. If an emotion arises, just see if you can allow it. If, you, if you're able to, if you can just allow it to be there. Don't push it down. Don't start thinking about it. Just see what arises. Now, if you can keep sitting and just being with any emotion that arises, go ahead and do that. You might be feeling something in your chest. You might be feeling pressure there or a sense of urgency. It might be in your gut. It could be in your neck or your head or your face. if you can allow that just to be available for you to observe it. Otherwise you can let it go.